Hey loves, it's Ashley Angelina and welcome back to another episode of Black, Bold and Beautiful. On today's show, we have the opportunity, the absolute grand opportunity to interview the former NFL player, Damian Barry, who played in Super Bowl 47 with the Baltimore Ravens. This is an episode you definitely want to tune into. Listen as he tells us how it was to be a walk-on and the things he's into now. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get you over to your episode. Enjoy. Hey, loves, this is Ashley Angelina, your favorite host on the East Coast, and welcome back to another episode of Black, Bold, and Beautiful. I'm here, I'm joined with my co-host, Najee. Hello, I'm Najee. I'm the hostess with the mostest. And today, drum roll, please. We have Damian Barry. Damian Barry is like... He just, he just, you know, he just so much. It's black like, and black excellence. You, you feel me? Like, yeah. University of Miami, Baltimore Ravens, like, out here just, you know, being black and excellent. You feel me? <laughs> Damien, go on and say hey to the people. Hey, how y'all doing this evening? <laughs> <laughs> um, Damien, how was it playing for the University of Miami? It was a, a, an excellent experience, man. It was, it was one of a lifetime things to join, like, just something to do. Like, it was amazing being able to be a part of a brotherhood, like, with the Ed Reeds, the Sean Taylors, God bless the dead, um, you know, with the Ray Lewis. It's, it's just it's just amazing to be mentioned in the, in the midst of those guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now I know your dad. See, we see we we be we some whole private investigators out here. So you know we did our little research, and we know that your dad played for the Unity University of Miami as well. Did that sway your decision to choose there over other schools, or no? Not really. I mean, I already knew knew that that's where I wanted to be, and I knew I wanted to be in Miami, but. Is this it was it played a part, but not a not it was one wasn't the main factor. Wow. Um, did your father like coach you? Cause you know how some parents like some daddies like my daddy like they like to make boys play sports, right? So you know like cause they they like you just gonna be in the NFL, you gonna be a superstar. So I'm gonna train you and I'm gonna get you ready and I'm gonna condition you. Was your dad like that or was he more like laid back, letting you make your own decisions? Nah, he was more laid back. My dad really ain't never really throw me a ball until like after the Duke game of my junior year. Wow. Like he coached me, but he never really like pushed me to play football. It was basically if this is what you want to do, you gotta go do it yourself. Type. Right. Dang. So he didn't put. I mean, I think that I think that that's a good thing too. I say that because you know that the love for football for you was genuine. It wasn't forced. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, I have to like football and like what I do because my, my dad said too. I had to play or my yeah. mom said that, you know, I got to play and I got to make it. So I'm not like, I'm not loving it for that reason, but because this is generally like what I like to do. Yeah, it was still, it was split time. Yeah. Okay, so um, did you come with a point to prove when you were underdrafted as a free agent in 2011? definitely did it was just more of like just had to do it because i felt like you know i was trying yeah you know after you know what i'm saying especially after getting there and then seeing that 
that like, hey, I can really play like to do this, you know? Yeah. So, like I was even pissed off because I wasn't supposed to play running back anyways. I was supposed to be a defensive back. I started off at defensive back at the University of Miami, but I got switched to running back to help the team out. So, you know, I ain't no selfish person, so I did it. But that that started the road of being pissed off. Now, when you got switched from being a runner back to uh, the position you got switched to, was that like a big, big change for you? or? No, nah, it wasn't a big change because I did it. Like, football for me is fun. You know, I, I play any position, play anything. I play running back, receiver, safety, corner, whatever, kicker, punter, whatever. Okay. Whatever is needed. But when I went to college, it was like I wanted to play DB. I didn't want to play running back anymore. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good that you, you know, you was doing your thing in every area because, you know, some people focus on that one position. It's just like, no, nah, I'm a running back. That's it. And that's all I'm, I'm willing to do. So it's good that you're versatile and able to, you know, switch into different positions. So that's awesome. But that speaks to character and humility as well. Like yeah. when he said, whatever they needed me to do, I was just going to do it. Right, like, right. A lot of people ain't like that. Yeah. Some people come with the mentality, so I'm going to do what I want to do, and you're going to like it, and that's just it. So. Yeah, they got to do quick. Yeah. <laughs> what is one valuable lesson life has taught you thus far? Keep living. Ooh. You know? No matter what happens, you know, no matter how bad it gets, you know, no matter how much they talk, no matter how much noise you hear, just keep living. Like, it's going to turn, right? It don't – it gets worse before it gets better, mm-hmm. but just keep living. Listen, Miss Bear, you better go on and preach now. I hear you. Okay? That, that's a word. Yeah, that's, that's a word. That's a word. That's a word. <coughs> we might need an offering tray. That's a word. Going to pass it around. That's a word. Pass around hand. <laughs> now, explain how it felt winning the Super Bowl. There's no real. There's no real way to really explain. That's like, cause being in the NFL itself is a is being a one percenter. Mm-hmm. True. And then winning, being actually on the winning team of a Super Bowl championship is by the one percent of the one percenters, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. So that that narrows it down to to that little fine pin and that that stick of hay. Yeah. So like, first off, like it's just it's it's all a blessing. Like I count that all a blessing because like we we went three times straight and lost to the um. We lost to New England, Tom Brady. Uh-huh. So, like, we don't, I don't felt that defeat being, like, right there at the door, you know? Yeah. At the door of the Super Bowl, and then lose or win a lot of games, and then lose. You know, I don't felt that because we really were a losing team in Baltimore. We never lost. We, we ain't on that losing stuff. Like, yeah. we don't do that. Yeah. Like, just like what they're doing right now with Lamar and Mark Ingram, man, that is phenomenal. Big trust. Yeah. So, um. But being able to be on that platform and be there in Louisiana, man, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, having Beyonce perform, watching all that, man, that that's just like a surreal feeling for a dude from Belle Glade, Florida. Yeah. You know, for like yeah. being to be around those people and people actually wanting to be around you because of what you do for fun, yeah. but you happen to get paid for it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Do they really take y'all to Disney World? Do they really take y'all to Disney World? Some people go like, like you know, uh, like. The MVPs they'll give them tickets and stuff, but uh, we we don't really go to Disney World. We go to the White House. You know, oh, oh, know. oh! You go oh, to the White House out there, like we just go to the White House. You know, just threw that out there, like, like yeah, we go, we go meet the president. Like people just go to the White House every day. We we don't go to Disney. We just yeah, go we'll, to the we'll, White House. We we'll, won't we'll do Disney. We too busy for Disney, right? I would be like you one day. Obama was there, so. It was cool at the time. Uh, listen, I'm traveling going now. Who was going now? Hello, hello. Now, things that guy. Go ahead. But no, nah, they just trying to do some things to that guy. I don't want to be around him. Right, it ain't time to be around him at all. I hope, I hope they just blow up the right person. Cause listen, I stay in Florida, and I don't want you sending no messages. I don't want no problem. If you need his address, I'm pretty sure I can look it up and I can find it for them. We gonna so help you find the envelope. I'm gonna send yeah, them really. up to make sure they don't blow me up. Listen, I'm here oh. for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh, nothing to do with them folks. You feel me? Yeah, because they, <laughs> they not missing. They not missing. They taking out Look. ships, airplanes. They right. are not missing at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Now, if you could change one thing in your career, what would it be? Not getting hurt, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would have just played a little while longer, not getting hurt. You know, but you know that comes with the with, with, with the territory. With, so, you know, I I respect. I don't regret anything about it. I don't regret any runs. I don't regret any hits or any tackles. I don't regret none of it, man. Like, okay. That's God's plan was for me to play those four years and then get out of that. Yeah. You know, because I, I I believe you know God put us here not just for ourselves but for for other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel that by me being out and being able to coach now. That's for my ministry, you know what I'm saying, as a coach, you know. Yeah. So I was still playing, I wouldn't be able to have that ministry. Right. Amen. But you right. you you didn't have to steal one of my other questions because I was gonna ask you that, but it's okay. It's all right then. It's okay. We just gonna move on. Now, what was it like being raised in the mook? The country with a sugar cane. Uh, and the rabbits. Right. <laughs> that's, that's Afghanistan out there. We out there, you know. You know, we we tough out there. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a different. Thing. It's different out there. If you can make it in the muck, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. Mm. Very transparent people out there. Like we mm-hmm. make it, you know, anything is pretty much possible, you know what I'm saying, once you make it out. Right. Do y'all really chase rabbits? I mean, we chase rabbits, yeah. I mean, I don't do it no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ask that because here we're in uh, Fort Florida, Pier. but we're in Fort, Fort Pierce. And a lot of people talk about people oh. like in the month chase rabbits. rabbits. I was going to ask you that. Like, do y'all really chase rabbits? Because we don't have rabbits to the chase, but if we had them, sure, some people be chasing I mean, we, them. We, we probably got a few bunnies, but ain't nobody <laughs> out there trying to get them, though. <laughs> right. Unless they want to eat them, but I mean. Right. So. What would you say is your favorite part of football? My favorite part? Mm-hmm. I guess being around the guys, man, being able to have that camaraderie, like that's a good feeling knowing that y'all have one common goal, which is to win. Mm-hmm. Right, no matter what. 
by any means. Like any means necessary. Yeah. Like baby seals. Like when they have like a mission, your mission is to do whatever they tell you to do at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it made it so dope that you know you can have eleven guys, you know, or fifty three guys if you want to be technical, fifty three guys to, you know, what I'm saying, be on one accord for one common mission that's yeah. bigger than each and every individual on that team. Right. Right, Damn, that's, that's a lot of people to be that's, getting along with. I'm telling you, that's a now, lot of let me personality. Tell you, they had 50, a team of 53 women, they wouldn't get far. I would pass. <laughs> I would definitely pass. Because they got too many attitudes, too many head chiefs. Nobody want to follow. Listen, God bless y'all for what y'all do. Amen. Women couldn't do it. They got to get past the attitude and they self first. And that's going to be a task. So I commend y'all for what y'all do, definitely. Now, you sacrificed your body still rushing 1,080 yards and 19 touchdowns with your, at your senior year with a torn ACL. Like, what did that feel like winning this, that, the state that year? Uh, I just wanted a state championship before I left, you know, before I left high school. Like, all my friends were on the team. You know, we had big guys like Deontay Thompson, Travis Benjamin, Brian, man, you know, all of us was like, you know, top recruits. So we mm-hmm. had to make a statement so that Florida football was really like what it is. Like, yeah. they playing football. So but that's, I that's, felt like I had it done. Yeah. That's still a lot, though. A torn ACL, you still out there playing? I sprayed my knee and I wasn't trying to do more. Right. Okay. I was out of there. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, can't do it no more. Can't do it. Take me out, coach. Take me out. Now. I commend you, man. I commend you for, you know, pushing through the pain because I'm sure it was painful to um because you had a goal that you wanted to reach and you reached it, you know. So I commend you for that, definitely. But that speaks to people's personal strength, too, because how often do you find somebody that's hurt that's still willing to, you know, play and put their body on the line for, like, a common goal? Like, yeah. this is what I want, so I'm going to push my body to the maximum to get exactly what I want right. and where I want to be. Right. That's a lot. I commend you because I wouldn't do it. I definitely would. You are, better. you are definitely better than me. <laughs> Way better, okay? I commend you. What was it like when Willis McGee's number 23 on the Baltimore Ravens? Because I know you both were a part of the group um, at the University of Miami to have three consecutive 100-yard rushing games. Like, they tried it. They, um... When I first got in, they uh, that was the number they gave me. So, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, dang. Because, you know, he was there a year before I got there. So wow. I was like, man, I don't want this number. Like, <laughs> ain't on that. Like, ain't on that. So uh, it was cool when, you know what I'm saying, for the first year. And, um, you know, trying to hold it down for him. But I had to shake that number. I went to 28 after the year after. Dang. Did you cry? It's okay to cry. Did I cry? Uh, when Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl. No. Did you cry when you did you cry when you got to wear his jersey? Cause to know that your friend passed away. Cause I mean, everybody loses somebody. Oh no! Don't you, Willis, Willis ain't dead. Willis oh. ain't dead. No, no he. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> Willis ain't Willis. dead. Nah, don't kill him. Don't, don't kill him. I had to make sure because I was, you know, I'm just trying to make sure. 
Because he was making him sound like he had passed away. You know, I just was trying to, you know. Nah, nah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. man ain't dead now, Jay. He's still living. Nah, yeah, yeah, I just ain't want to. I just ain't want to run it where it's level, man. I'm like, I got the like when I was at the U, I wanted to wear Ed Reed's jersey because I really looked up to him, you know. I wanted to wear the number twenty, but like once I got to the league, it was like, man, we on the same level now. We ain't really got time to be like, you know what I'm saying, finding an idol because right now we all competing for a job. Mm-hmm. True. So now it's coming from you know what I'm saying, looking at my. My like when the right when the um your idols become your rivals like you know what I'm saying like yeah at once at one point in time like yeah I used to love Willis McGee look up to him you know what I'm saying but at the same time now we we both chasing the bag now as we gotta like we gotta eat you yeah know? true yeah but dang he did remind me of somebody oh, talk about he ain't dead he ain't dead I'm telling my bad. <laughs> Let me tell you, black oh. people will kill people. Listen, don't do. Don't I can't do make that, this up. Cause I, cause I, I can't make this up. I'm sorry. I can't I'm make sorry. this up, Najee. Somebody told my mom with a guy. This guy was dead. Right? Can't make this up. True story. We were riding down the road. She was like, "Say his name was." Say his name was Jane. She was like, "That was like James down there." She said. They say that man was dead, so she went, went up to him. She was like, James, she said, yeah, they say the man. She said, man, they say he was dead. He said, no, nah, I'm still living. Talking about, well, damn. She said, <laughs> she said damn. well, damn. You've been living all this time, and I thought you was dead. Well, I'm glad you ain't dead. I'm thinking only black people. I said, Mama said, I thought he was dead. I said, well, clearly he living. Either he living or his spirit walking, but he here. I said, black people will kill you quick. Hey, don't do don't do me quit. Like you that. be Amen. dead ten years and ain't never die. Amen. 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 So that's what I'm really on. So, yeah. Okay, financial literacy and oh, business. All right. You hear me? Well, listen, if you need any, uh, you know, would like to have us advertise anything you're working on, anything like that, please contact us. We love to, you know, definitely put the word out, let people know what you're doing, advertise, you know, get followed with all that good stuff. We're here for it. So we support black businesses. You have you would like us to support, please just send us the info and we will definitely, you know, advertise for you. Okay. Definitely. Well, we um we appreciate you doing the interview and we have two more questions for you. Two more. Oh, because you're gonna play the game. Okay. So okay. the first question, go ahead, Najee. What does black, bold, and beautiful mean to you? Black, bold, and beautiful. What does it mean to me? To me, that's that's the description of a wife, there, you know, black, yeah. bold, and brutal. You know, someone that's gonna <laughs> hold you down, paint with you, you know, and just beautiful in all, every way, in and out. I like that. I like that. That was real simple and straight to the point. Right. Real, real simple and straight to the point. Um. Now we have this game that we doing in season three. Right. We we in the third season. Oh, congratulations on that. That's what's up. Yeah, we're on season three. So we have this game called Smash, Pass, Kill, or Marry. Okay? And we're going to give you four people. 
You gonna tell us where you gonna put them, okay? <laughs> you ready? Hey, man. hey, I gotta tell y'all, I'm in the I'm in the car with my shorty. So, oh, we sorry, sorry. we sorry. Hey, but I'm be cool with it though. Let's let's play it. Let's All right. So, that I'm saying anyway. All right. So the first person is going to be Nia Long. Second person is Megan Thee Stallion. Fourth person. (laughs) Third person, Cardi B. And the fourth person, let me see who I'm going to give you. Mm, Lisa Ray. Smash pass Lisa Phil Ray. Mary. Yeah. Lisa Ray's the right, last. Start over. Go, you know what I'm saying? Give me the uh go for the first. Okay, so the, the first one is Smash. You have the Probably option Matt. of Nia Long, Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, or Lisa, Lisa Ray. Ray. Who you smashing? Oh smashing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna marry Nia alone, but I ain't smashing Cardi B. I don't know. She, she, uh, she's different. <laughs> um, okay. That can do it, Megan. Uh, Megan, Megan says she, you got to bring that check to her. So, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, I ain't messing with Megan. And I don't, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? Lisa Ray. Uh, oh, you know what I'm saying? I love Lisa. Like, I met her in person. She's a Libra. She's a cool person, but just not, not my stilo. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like slim, like you know what I'm saying? Light skin, slim, broken girls. Okay, so you we know that you're gonna marry Nia Long. Who you gonna kill? Oh, I don't wanna kill you gotta them, kill somebody. You gotta kill one of them. I gotta take out uh right now, Megan the Stallion, because she was she right now she's setting a trend that I don't like for women. Okay, okay. all right. You know, like, now who you gonna that trend? And I guess you pass. pass on Cardi. Oh yeah, I pass. You gonna pass Cardi? I'll second how that. So you gonna smash yeah. Lisa Ray? Oh, yeah, I'm happy. Lisa, man, we thank you for doing the interview. Uh, just giving us a little bit of your time, letting us get into yeah, your life a little bit. Um, once again, we thank you for doing the interview so much. Um, if you ever need, you know, anything, like I said, you have, you have two found sisters, please don't hesitate to call. Um, and that's it, man. We definitely appreciate it. No problem at all. Y'all, y'all enjoy. Y'all have a blessed 2020, man. I'm, you as well. Thank you, you too. Hey loves, it's Ashley and Delina. That was the end of the show, but not the end of the day. Listen, connect with us on Instagram at Ashley and Delina and IJ underscore love. For any additional comments that you have, any conversations you would like to keep going, definitely reach out to us. We thank you guys for tuning in. We thank you for your love and support and definitely rocking with us very hard. So with that being said, be encouraged, stay encouraged, and don't forget to encourage someone. We thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Black, bold, and beautiful.